What's up, everyone? I'm back, risen. I was on the road for over a week. Left all the heavy carrying to. I me. left it all to solo skips. Um, it was um, a crazy week of travel for me. I was in the Midwest, St. Louis, Missouri, of all places. Very, very strange place. Um, definitely won't be rushing back to St. Louis. Uh, definitely not my speed, but happy to be back in Canada. Would you go to St. Louis if they had a race? It'd be a tough sell. Tough sell? Be a tough sell. And um, it was crazy because I was traveling and I was so busy that I wasn't able to catch the full effect of quality, missed a lot of practice, did catch the race, but I've obviously heard your thoughts, man. And I know we're heading into the Canadian GP for the first time since the pandemic. Baku was another unfortunate Mercedes race for me. It was. I mean, uh, shout out to George, third on the podium. But irrespective of that, they're still so off the pace. Yeah, it, there's a, there's clearly a, a deficit going on. But, um, I mean, the real tragedy is Ferrari, right? Like, if Mercedes has been there. Like, we kind of understand where they are as a team. But they keep getting blessed by these mistakes. Um, because if it wasn't for the Red Bull DNFs early in the year and now Ferrari... Mercedes would be completely out of contention for the constructors. Yeah. Not to say they're going to win the constructors, but they could come second. Yeah, second's still a possibility. Um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see you. I don't know if you listened to the second part I did, but I, I've I've written off Mercedes for this year. It's it's a no go for me anymore. It, like I, I said after Monaco, and then Baku would be a big weekend, and Can- and the Canadian GP, but. Like, there's not enough time to make improvements for the Canadian We're GP. We're coming up it's on halfway, off. man. Yeah, it's it, it's done. Um, and we won't harp on Baku too much. I, um, let's hear your thoughts, because obviously people didn't hear your thoughts, and we can kind of move on to, like, what's relevant now. Baku was uneventful for me, just in the fact that Mercedes looked terrible. Lewis hurt his back because of the porpoising. Everyone was porpoising, <laughs> well, but the Mercedes too. is terrible. Bottoming too. Don't forget about that. Oh, yeah. porpoising just bottoming, bottoming out. Things. And I mean, George said the same thing. Uh, and it was a one-two for Red Bull. Like, it couldn't have got... It was just, yeah. Uh, it, it was whatever. a good race, though. Like, there was a stuff going on in the mid. It was a pretty good yeah. race, in my opinion. That, that was my thing. Um, so, let's go on some fun stuff, and then we can jump into the Canadian Grand Prix. So, obviously, new... F1 wing for Ferraris kind of helped them catch up. Red Bull, that's great. Shout out to uh, Ferrari figuring that out. I know for you, this is hits home hard, and it's a great thing. South Africa is back in play, most likely to lock for, the next, deal for year. next year. So how do you feel? Yo, it's it's been a long time. I think it's important for the sport. We've seen this massive expansion into the U.S., which is great, but... If you want to be truly global, you got to be on every continent. And now they've achieved that if they go there. Yeah, and they're going to they have to be back in China next year too. Yeah, I mean, you've got Asia, Europe, Australia, South America, North America, and now Africa. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So I know that you've been asking for a race in South Africa for a while. It's Kailami, right? Yeah, Kailami. Yeah, I'm excited too because even I said, like, I'd rather pull out a race in the United States and have, have it in South Africa. So for me, that's big. Like... I think that we need a race on every single um, continent. It just makes sense. It is what it is for the sport. Um, and then, you know what? If they have to change it from Kalami to a different place, so be it. But I think uh, Africa needs a race. And that's great that we're headed towards that. Big time. I'm very happy for it. 
it would be a great excuse to to head home uh, to watch a race. But I still think that the first race I want to go to is either Silverstone or Austin. Yeah, I think Silverstone is probably the most legendary track. I don't think it gets much better than Silverstone. I, I still go back, um, even in my travels last week, I was watching last year's Silverstone recap and like, to see Max and Lewis dueling and literally hearing the crowd as they're going through the corners. That was an epic, epic day. Do you think the Silverstone fans show up more or Monza? Oh, Silverstone for sure. Silverstone is so, it's like, it feels like racing where Monza's like Ferrari. I feel like racing was born in Silverstone. It feels like that. The difference between the two is like, Monza's a Ferrari place, right? Silverstone is just like racing and all the British drivers. And there's so many British drivers on the grid. And we don't even have an Italian driver on the grid anymore. Exactly. So. And really, Monza hasn't been... It's never returned after Schumacher left. Yeah, Monza's, Monza's just legendary for its speed, right? But it's just Silverstone's at a different level. And I think there's just better dueling at Silverstone. Like there's a lot of places where you can fight. But... um Speaking of home races, we are back at our home race for the first time in two years. Listen, the Canadian GP has been there for a long time. People not, actually like it. And you know, I don't you know, know, you and I aren't necessarily that enthused about it. But since doing this podcast, we haven't had a Canadian GP. No, we haven't, which is exciting in, in a way. But I mean, I saw tickets being sold last week on Facebook Marketplace for because someone couldn't go. So I think it was 2500 for like a full oh, experience. It's, they've been marketing it like crazy. We've seen it at all the airports. I was in Mississauga at a Jack Astor's and I'm in the bathroom taking a pee at the stall and there's a Canadian GP poster in front of me. Yeah, it's so, you know, it's great to be back. FYI, Jack Astor's regular restaurant here in Canada. <laughs> yeah, um, it is, you know, it's good to be back on home soil. I hope it's a great weekend. I'm sure it will. Montreal does love F- F1. It's going to show out. I think where I want to start with is we talked about British racers. Do any Canadian racers actually have a decent impact? I'm glad you brought this up because there's two Canadians on the on the grid. And there is a headline today that says, Canadian GP, Lance Stroll and Nicholas Latifi, both sons of billionaires, both shouldn't be an F1. Yeah, I have a hard time with that statement. Because, you know, I'm not a fan of Lance Stroll, but he does he does belong on the grid, right? My difference is, my differing opinion is he doesn't belong on the grid on a championship-level team, which Aston Martin expi- aspires to. Now, if Aston Martin wants to play 8th or 7th all year or ninth, by all means, Lance Stroll, you belong there. But Nicholas TV does not belong on a grid. I didn't realize the TV's dad was a billionaire. I didn't notice either, but if, did you see it last? Did you actually watch what Latifi did in Baku? No. He got a penalty because of his little black and white flag because he didn't want to let uh, people pass, pass on a blue. And Honestly, Lewis was one of like, them. I just think if you are Nicholas Latifi, what fun is it being in the sport anymore? Everyone laughs I mean, listen, you. if you love racing, you love people racing. People make fun of you. You're last all the time. Like, it's just social media is killing you. We're talking about you. Like, it, it's not pleasant. It not does pleasant. suck. But at the end of the day, he's racing and he loves to race, right? But... It was just so ironic. His car dies on him, which was I loved because I'm just not a fan of him after his little stunt in Abu Dhabi. And then, of <laughs> course, when Lewis Hamilton is trying to pass him on a blue on a, uh, a blue flag, he impedes that. Of course, and you know what? Just <laughs> and he got on that point penalty. of like Lewis did, a, I think did a great job in Baku. All things considered, yeah, I, I'm. 
I know we're not talking about Baku too much, but I thought he had a good race. My thing is just like, when you give George Russell the number one title, but it is, you said it is documented. I haven't read because I've been crazy busy as well that Lewis is on different setups. So they said that um, the reserve driver for Mercedes and um, one of the F1, uh, I forget her name, but one of the contributors said that George is using the optimal performance while Lewis is trying er different setups in every single He's experimenting to unlock the car. So I, I, if that is the case, then obviously shout out to Lewis for being a great teammate. But um, I still want to see Lewis beat George. Like that's just my expectation. I'm not saying that he should with uh, if George is on the optimal setups. But is that what they're doing in qualifying too? Like I guess because they you can't change change your car after because of Park Fermi. Like yeah, I don't we, I don't know should, what that looks like. We'll dig into it some more and. Um, I still think, regardless, like you, to your point, through the rest of the season, we got to, like, at some point, Lewis has got to just say, okay, the season's a wash. Let me just compete with my teammate. Does Mercedes swap their whole thing this weekend back to the original OG setup? No way. You think they're sticking this? I think they're well? sticking with it, man. Um, at the end of the day, you have to trust engineering, right? So if the engineering says it w can work, then you have to find a way. I, I mean, engineering is almost 100% accurate. Yeah. Now, figuring the, it out in real the life difference is, is different. They, they couldn't, like, apply the real-world porpoising to That's that. That's right. To that. However, um, I do want to just also touch, like, there's a lot going on, like, the, the haters of Planet F1, the Express. Everyone's saying Lewis Hamilton needs to stop with his Oscar performance of the back and all the rest of it. Like, a lot of people are just calling him out and saying he's faking all this. I'm not going to tell someone how they feel after they're going six G's onto a corner and they're just bouncing up and down. So I'm assuming it hurts. Let me ask you this, right? Because drivers have said they're even Christian Horner said that there's an issue that the, FIA yeah, I mean, here, let me, let me throw this out to you. Does your back hurt after you sit in the car for two hours? Yeah, bro. Can you imagine going in those cars with no, uh, no electronic suspension, no bottoming out, no comforting, just bottom up, bouncing up over and down curbs and being 37 years old. Yeah, you know what? I sure, sure Lewis has, deserves an Oscar. If he deserves an Oscar, then you guys deserve a $100 million contract for acting then. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, the Twitterverse stays undefeated. But, <laughs> like, anybody that thinks Lewis Hamilton is acting, he might be exaggerating a little bit, but to think it's not painful? But the thing I is, know. it's not just Lewis complaining about this. No, I know. The whole grid is. He might be exaggerating how he feels a little bit, but to say it's not painful is just, like, it's it's just like unneeded. Man, like, that long straight. I would love to put one his of these, head. It was crazy. I would love to put Twitter Billy three two one. No one would a do car. it. You would you would pass out. Yeah. So shout out to Lewis. Shout out to George. Um, you know this is a Mercedes friendly podcast. We'll see what happens. But I really think that they either need to scrap this design by summer break or go all the way in. I think they're gonna go all the way in. Because the year's a wash already, and you're not going to lose third. So worst case, you finish third. Um, mm, you you could finish second though. That's a lot of yeah, money but though. Maybe Toto just doesn't give a shit. But that's money though. Yeah, Remember, but money do, is do, money. Do they need money? Yeah, I mean, with the salary cap, probably not. But my only thing, kind of re running it back, is if this design fails, then what are we doing next year? You're going to next year behind Red Bull and uh, Ferrari playing catch up into the. So maybe. In the, if you look at it that way, summer break is the cutoff. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I want to ask you about our friend, Mr. Danny Ricardo. 
<laughs> Yo, he Danny apparently he's apparently staying put, bro. Is this is this documented? They're saying that they're he's they're committed to him now. To this year, right? Yeah. Or, or even to the end of his contract. To the end of his contract, bro. They're committed to making it work. Really? Yo, what happened to Charles Leclerc, bro? The guy missed his flight too. What's going on with Charles, bro? He's getting robbed. He's not. He's not having know, good like, luck. He has some bad juju. He's had some bad juju, bro. He's had some bad juju. But remember, I talked about him coming out with a championship level response. His qualifying lap was unbelievable. His race pace was great. So all in all, I was happy with Charles' performance on Baku. I, I've expressed that. If his car finishes this weekend. He should win. Like, he just needs to win. Like, I'm just so sick of Max Verstappen not having a real fight with Charles Leclerc because of, like, both of them. One DNS, the other DNS. It's like, it's just not, it's just not good. Like, I want to see, like, dueling, right, between those two. Isn't it funny how at the start of the season we're all all going off about Mercedes engines and now it's Ferrari engines? Yeah, I mean, Mercedes engines are not fast from what they say. But they're reliable. The thing is, I don't think the Mercedes engine lacks power. I think it just has to do with setup. Like the, Merce- but listen, I could be wrong. Um, but kind of going back is like, what's the last duel we seen between Max and Charles? Like a good duel, like Jada. Yeah, it we was need, early we, on. We need some more of those duels, man. And we just have DNFs or bad strategies. Like, give Charles a fighting chance. Like, give him a car that's going to operate. Max Verstappen. I know you said Checo didn't get the get the um, setup right. I got to see championship level performance from Max this weekend too. Because Checo out qualified him. I guess so. He had better qualifying pace, not better race pace with that setup. And um, man, nothing would be better if Mercedes has no chance, which it's looking like. If As long as Max doesn't win the championship, and it would be sweeter if it wasn't a different team. I need one from Charles. Checo. I need one if for Checo Charles. won... That'd be incredible. I need one for Charles. Sorry, bro. I need but one like, for Charles. But if Charles wins, that's great. But I think it's so much more like crazy if Checo beats Max. It would be it would be crazy. Because Red Bull. But it just dad. shows you that like Checo's there. Like, you know how like we kind of put Checo below those guys? I think Checo's like not he's right there with those guys. Like he's a great racer, I think. Um, and he's only 32. He's only 32. He's not that old. I want to ask you this. You've heard me talk about it. We've talked about it a lot. Where are you and Carlos and Charles now? Carlos, obviously, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. But there was a massive gap. He was getting left behind during that race. He was. Right off the jump, um, He, you know, they pulled away. Are, are you screaming for, like, number two driver? Like, let's put it in some Oh, man. no. Let's he's move on. the number two, bro. But Ferrari has... I don't know if Ferrari's done that yet. At the end of the day, there is nothing that he has shown us why he should be in the conversation for one. I, I agree with you. So, did they make a mistake extending him? I think they did. They extended him too early. Like, it, it sucks to say, but if I'm Ferrari and this and they didn't extend Checo yet, Red Bull, I'm going after Checo. Because the thing is, he's now extended. He should have... We've said it all along. Like, he has struggled dealing with the pressure. He now doesn't have to worry about his contract. Yes, this past weekend was not his fault. But if you just look at this season, it has been such a disappointment. You got to think of his qualifying, and he just got left behind in the race. So, I understand. Remember, he's on an old engine unit, so I'll give him a little bit of a break. But, like, he was six seconds behind, ten laps in. It starts to come to the, like, you start to ask a question. Does he maybe not win his first race this year? 
He may not. Like on if he doesn't win one race in supposedly the best car. I had him winning two races, I think. Two or three races. That's what I had in my preseason prediction. I think you had him running five or six. He may not get to one. It's kind of disappointing. I don't know if it's disappointing. It's shocking. It, it, it's shocking because at the end of the day, Valtteri I just think Charles is better every than year him. in a Mercedes. But seat. it's different. The Mercedes car was ahead, ahead in a class of its own for six years. It was seven years. It was literally only Bro, 2020 when a car was competitive. If Esteban Ocon can win a fluke race, then Carlos has got to win. That's the thing, though. But are you counting a fluke race if Max, Charles, and Checo DNFs? Are you, I'm it's not a race win. That. It's a race win. But that's win. not what I'm saying. I want to see him run, <laughs> win one off a of skill, right? Yo, at this point, he just needs a win. Yeah, so I want to fill this out to you. Like, are you... If you don't extend Carlos, let's say that didn't happen when Alton Universe, let's say Checo's still up, Pierre's up, all these Yuki's up. Who are you picking for that Ferrari second seat? <sighs> I'd probably pick Checo Pierre. That'd be my first picks. I like Pierre. I think Pierre in a Ferrari with Charles. <sighs> I think Checo's Honestly, just like teammate. I think Carlos is a great um he might be a great a grace. No, I think he's a great mind to have in the garage, but can he push the car to the limit? I think so. I, I kind of agree with you. So we talked about this, right? Like some drivers are better, uh, very at, technical, very technical, get better getting stuff out of the car. My thing is like the dynamic there is great too. Like they've it's been well documented. Charles and Carlos get along really well. I don't think Carlos isn't a great driver. He's just had a bad. Eight races, right? Like, there's he, a lot. There, and when I say a lot, there's only 20 drivers. It's a lot of drivers that are not as good as Carlos. Yeah, and I agree with that. My only thing is, like, is he just a better midfield driver? Where he doesn't have the pressure of having to perform. Yeah. Where like, the team's not saying, maybe the team just comes out and says, you're number two, he'll do better. Yeah, maybe that's what happens. Um, also, and you kind of relate to Pierre, right? Pierre's just really good at Alpha Tori. Maybe he's just better on a mid peer, mid, mid, some pack people team. struggle in a big seat. Um, Ferrari, there's also a lot of rumblings like Bonato. What, what at some point, you know, he's not a true principal. He grew through the ranks. Yeah, he's an engineer. Is he the guy to get Ferrari back to the promised land? Well, two things, right? Do I know yes or no? I can't give you an answer, right? I'm pump faking here. But <laughs> what I will say is he's developed a great car. I don't he's an engineer. Good for I, him. I don't think about... I don't know about the reliability. I can't... I don't... Like, that's a team thing. It's not a Bonato thing. That's his engineers, right? He obviously oversees all that stuff. My first thoughts would be no. But I don't know well enough. You also have to understand, like, maybe Ferrari has what they need. Like, maybe we don't understand the dynamic in that Ferrari house, right? Like, it could be simply that Charles is... Um, Benato is just a figurehead team principal. There may be a lot of different moving parts, right? So it's a hard know. question. It also, there's just, there's something about the way that obviously he loves being Italian and speaking Italian, but I don't know. It just, I feel like that's not who I envision for Ferrari when it comes to principal. It, that is the most biased personal take, but I don't know if Ferrari can win with him at the helm. Yeah. I don't know either, to be honest with you. But we'll like find when you out. look at Toto, and even when you look at Christian, as much as I can't stand him, like the guy is a slimy dirtbag, but he wants to win. <laughs> you call him a slimy dirtbag on air. Wow. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, Christian's a little nasty, right? But he will do whatever it takes at all costs. Yeah, so it's like Christian's <laughs> nasty, and he's he's like he's like a little like he, he's just one of those guys that you hate to he you hate if he's not on your team. You exactly, love him if he's on, if he's on your team, team right? you're gonna love him. Toto's confident as hell. Yeah, Toto's got that arrogance slash confidence of, of a winner. I mean, even Gunter, but Bonato, but, like, but, but I, just comes off his mode push, mode push. <laughs> Always just chilling, like, nah, bro, you got to win. You got to show some emotion. I, I can see where you come from. We'll find out. We'll find out soon. But let's get back to our actual reason we're doing this spot is Canadian Grand Prix. So it is a fast track. It's not a slow track by any means. Um, it's got that nice long straight. It's got three DRS zones, Three right? DRS zones. Um, I don't know if Lewis it's is back. It's built around the, the casino. It's got, Montreal. sorry, it's got two DRS zones. It's got two DRS zones. Um. It's built around a casino. I, is it is it really a street circuit? Doesn't feel like it, but they're calling it a street circuit, and it's like because it's built around the old it, Olympic. It feels village. like a hybrid, right? But it, it it doesn't look good for Lewis's back. <laughs> I will tell you that. But it is a like Mercedes is does better here. They do, but that's their old car. Lewis has historically dominated the Canadian Grand Prix. Can dominated. So it would only be right if he got a podium here. Like, he has to get at least a podium. Like, this is his track, right? With Silverstone, the Canadian Grand Prix, it's a little bit of, a, like, Lewis Hamilton stamped all over the The Canadian tracks. GP, Silverstone. I think he has eight wins there. Brazil and Austin until last year were, like, stamped. Yeah, he has eight wins at the Canadian Grand Prix, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I, I'm excited for this track. I mean, I'm excited because we have three races in a row, but I think it brings a bigger issue. Why are we going from Spain... So, hey, we're Baku. Spain. So, we're in Europe. Then we go to Baku, which is... Uh, is it in Europe as well? It's in, it's in Asia. Baku, it's in actually, Asia. no, it's... Um, Baku is the Eur- Eurasia. Eurasia, right? But you're still, like, traveling there and all the way to Canada. In three weeks. Like, it's... it's it, Like, listen, we're not going to harp on it long, but it's not good scheduling. Canada could have just been put three weeks ago in Miami. Yeah. Right? Like, re- the reality of it. But anyways, we'll, we'll move on from that. But it Yo, just, the Canadian... Listen, I'll tell you right now. It's a triple head. Canadian GP is here. Um, Fanabox? <laughs> yeah. No airtime. Um, they've got... Everything's booked. It's going to be chaos. And we just have been talking about it a lot. Traveling into Canada right now is not easy. It's going to probably... Well, that's into Pearson. I don't know if... Bro, KT would be that bad. Trying to get to the Canadian GP this weekend, I feel like it's going to be... I mean, Remember the Spanish GP? There was all the issues after the say the organizers. Had yeah, to get their shit right. I don't know if that's Canadian. I mean, they've done it so long, right? Barcelona didn't have. It took thirty minutes to get water. There's only so many bathrooms. They ran out of water. Yeah, I mean that's probably why it took thirty minutes to get water. <laughs> Tragic. But, I mean, listen, I was just you know F1 content creator Jess McFadden. She arrived in Montreal yesterday. I saw. Yeah, she's there early. She's chilling. That's what's up. Um, Lando flew to Montreal. I think two days ago on Monday. And a lot then, of guys get there early. The thing know? is about Lando is he didn't even fly a private jet, which was surprising. He was commercial. on commercial. He was a commercial first class, so yeah. I was surprised about that. So maybe uh, just you know talking about that, just because it's super relevant right now. I did listen to the Post Malone episode on Full Send. Post Malone doesn't fly private anymore; just commercial. It doesn't make sense to. But com- because commercial is safer, more comfy. I didn't realize that. Why would you fly private though? Like and like. I get why you fly private, but if you're first class and you're flying within the U.S. where there's no borders, no nothing, it, it, 
to me, it doesn't seem that big of a deal. Like that's just me though. Yeah, I, I'm starting. We're, to we're, think we're pedestrians like, though. We're may, maybe private is overrated. We're we're pedestrians though. I mean, listen, private is your own space. You have food. Like there's benefits to it, but and uh, there's also benefits to going commercial. Like if you're flying, if you're Lando and you're flying, say British Airways first class, you good man. Yeah, you you have so a lot of space. You good man. What do you think he What do you think he paid for that ticket? Two grand. I, no, bro. From London, London, ten grand one way, easy. Ten grand for first yeah, class, yeah, one way. Really? It's not expensive for a first listen, class flight. We'll uh, we'll pull it up. Okay, listen. Anyways, ten grand. Ten it's grand. Twenty k round trip. How much is how much is a first class flight <laughs> in a, on a private plane? From Europe, it's probably way more than that. Yeah, my pockets are way heavier. Exactly. It's probably round trip from London. I'm thinking sixty to eighty k. Okay, that's fair. So my pockets are a lot heavy, uh, a, lot, a lot heavier after that, but. Um, who's your favorite for this race? Who are you picking? Yo, I know you want to pick Lewis, but I don't, do it. don't Lewis do it. So bad. Don't do it. But I don't want to be a complete homer. Don't do it. But I think like there's something to be said, like could we have a Cinderella kind of Sure, but realistic, no Cinderella expectations. Who's your favorite? Actually, I'll ask you this question first. Does Lewis beat George this week because he's Canadian Grand Prix? Do we finally see that? Lewis beats George. Okay, fair. I, th- I think he does too. Lewis, don't disappoint me. I've had you beating George in the last two races and you haven't done it, but I do think he beats George this weekend. So I'll give you my favorite. I'm going with Charles. He has to bounce back. Car looks great. They caught up with Red Bull with straight line speed because of the new wing. They've obviously commented on their improved race pace because they found some things out. Now, reliability aside, that's what I'm saying. The reliability aside, their race pace is caught up. They're, sorry, tire deg. That's what it is. Tire deg is caught up and they've caught up on the straight. So I got Ferrari as my favorite. Okay. Um, and then I have Max second, Checo third, Carlos fourth. And I'm going to put Lewis fifth to finally end Mr. Consistencies. Wow. You're five. saying George ain't finishing top five, bro? That is, that is my prediction for the weekend, but we'll obviously do a qualifying prediction. But that is my quick prediction before qualifying. What is your wow. quick prediction for the weekend? <sighs> okay. I'm going to go Charles first. Okay. You got Czech or Max. I know you got a Red Bull next. Or are you giving it to Carlos this weekend? Nah, nah. You're Charles first. Carlos. I'm going to say Max second, Lewis third, Checo fourth. And uh, Carlos, Carlos fifth. fifth. Okay. I, listen, I think you're crazy. You're putting Lewis third, but I get it. So that's your weekend. Yo, George has two podiums this year. Three. Lewis has one. George has three podiums. Is it three? Barcelona. Baku. Baku, and there's one more. This is his third podium. I promise you it's his third podium. Lewis has one. I think, didn't George get a podium at Miami? No, he didn't. Here, I got the, I got the results, fam. No, he got a podium in, sorry, in uh, Australia. Not Miami, is Australia. He's got Spain and Australia. Two podiums. Plus Baku. Remember, he's got... Oh, shit. Three. He's got three, yeah. Australia, I, knew, yeah. I knew it was a street circuit. So, it was Australia. So, Louis got one. George got three, yeah. George, Louis got one on the first race, right? Yeah. So, um, give me your qualifying. Quali? Um... Max one, Charles two, 
Checo three, Carlos four, Lewis fifth. Okay, I don't, I don't matter that. So I got Max one, Charles two, Carlos three, and Checo four, and Lewis five. Okay, that's what I have. Who's your dragger of the week? Yo, my dragger of the week based on last week's results, right? Yeah. Who's our All dragger? Right. Here we go. My dragger of the week I'm is picking. going to be. Let's go with. If I mean, I'm not going to finish pick signs because he's a DNF. Yeah, DNF doesn't, doesn't count, count bro. right? The, the Ferrari doesn't count. Like those, like you, um, you know, you know the rules and what teams fit. Yo, I'm gonna go with K Mag. Hey, Meg, I don't hate that one. I'm going with the cheap one. I'm going with Valtteri. Valtteri finished 11th. He's, he's still a dragger. He's a bottom 10. <laughs> Come on. All right. You go I, with I Valtteri. Valtteri. I'm going K Mag. Um, also, just pulled up the. Okay. You want, you want a good one? I'm going with my boy. I'm going with my boy, Joe. He had a strong performance until his engine gave up. I'll go with Joe. I'll go with the other All one right. for Um First class flight from London Heathrow to Montreal. I pulled up next week. $9,000 each way. Okay, so it is 20K. I, I guess a first-class flight domestic is about a grand to two grand. Yeah, yeah. International stacks it, bro. Okay, so he... And then, yeah, he probably paid 20 grand. Okay, cool. So you got you got uh, K-Meg. I got Joe. My last thing I want to ask you is, does Latifi end up in the wall again? <laughs> Latif, bro. Of okay, course uh, he ends up in uh, the wall. In Canada, though, you think... Yeah, bro. Latif's a joke. So, so I hate to say it like that. Listen... I'm not throwing, I'm not bullying, I'm not throwing no hate. When it comes to racing a Formula One car and the best 20 drives in the world, he doesn't belong. He is not one of them. That's fair. No one's attacking his character. No one. No one, which just has a racer. Listen, and you know what? Even if you love racing, why are you doing it, man? Our opinions are based off racers, not them as humans. So, you got Lance Stroll having the better weekend as a Canadian boy. Honestly, I could see two of them, both of them DNF. Wow. I will say this, though. Um, you do have to put this in the air. Vettel scored points on every single race he, hasn't, he has finished in. I know. Vettel's come on strong. Yeah. I'm like, he's not washed. <laughs> he's definitely not washed. Um, <laughs> he, he's made a significant come up in a shitty car. He's done well. That's all I can say. I, I can't even hate I don't know it. if the car is shitty because it just might be Lance Stroll sucks. But... Listen, the car is not competing in the top the, the, three. The cars, are, and if you are, but do you believe the cars are Lance? If you are Lawrence Stroll, this again just proves like your son. It doesn't belong. Doesn't belong. But do you believe the car is an eighth car? Do you believe it's more of a six? Listen, the way that Vettel's performing shows that they're there with Alpine. It Alpine. looks like a five or six. They should be with Alpine. And yeah, it looks like a five six, not not an eighth, right? Like right now, they, it's an eighth car. So you can't be losing to um, Haas. No, you can't. So. That's it for us. We'll be back. Uh, let's hope that we're, we're both in studio this weekend. I don't know if we will be because, you know, Kurt's got to fly everywhere in the world. But no, no. I've, I've told myself next travel is Vegas. I ain't trying to go nowhere. Yeah, we'll be in Vegas in June. So you guys July, will probably get July. Uh, yeah, July. Sorry, we'll be in July. So you guys will probably get us some live episodes from us in Vegas in July. So. Yeah, but this weekend I'm watching F1 from the comfort of my home. Nice. On F1 TV. Make sure you guys tap into yeah, that. We got to support F1. Yo, hold on. Let's just do a quick quick uh pull up right now because i want to know with the canadian gp right now we try to fly into montreal oh yeah you want to let's do that? pull this up what Mont- time is the race is it at three two or time that's nice it's not in the Yo, morning flights aren't even that expensive right now okay but you gotta look at on fr- like into the event return flight friday 
leaving Friday morning at 6.30 a.m. nonstop. That's perfect. So you're there in time. You're, you want to come home later that night? $1,300 on not bad. Sunday. So throw this out there, though. We have race on 3 p.m., which is great, and qualifying at 5. It, it, like I said, we get to feel like Europeans this weekend. Yeah, it's the way Formula One is supposed to be and done. They have to watch it at night. Which would be kind of awkward. <laughs> it is. Yo, I just pulled up hotels, though. It's a different story. But you know who gets to feel like us? Who? Pacific time gets to feel like us waking up at 8 o'clock to catch a race. Or Man, when I was in St. Louis, I had to be up at like 5.30. It was, it, was, um, it was early. It was definitely early, fam. Yo, there's no hotels. They're sold out. Man, that's crazy. Good well, luck. Actually, there's a, there's a couple rooms here and there, but they're... they're Yo, $1,700 a night. That's disgusting. Yeah, nah. Well, guys and ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tapping in. And we'll see you guys on Saturday after qualifying where uh, we both got, uh, I got Max and you got Charles. So we'll see what happens. See what happens. Lewis with the podium. Let's go. Peace.